Hello, and welcome back to How's the Bite, a weekly podcast of fishing conditions on the Upper Mississippi River. I'm Ken Root, and joining me is Bob Urban, owner of Murray Outdoors, located under the big walleye on the south end of Guttenberg, Iowa. Bob, I've been following all your exploits on Facebook. You work straight through thanks jigging, as far as I can tell, in this annual transition from uh, water to ice fishing. We did. We had our Thanksgiving the other night, so we opened the store up yesterday. A few fishermen out. It's cold this morning. It's Friday. It's a low of 21 degrees we started with, Ken, and I think we're going to get to a high of 30. Another boat's pulling in the parking lot for a few things, and then we have our Black Friday specials going on, but we had about four boats out today braving the elements, uh, walleye guys, I would assume. It's been a good Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Uh, we are in Florida, and uh, it got bitterly cool here. Uh, down uh, today, to where that I think the high is going to be like seventy. And oh, uh, oh, our high. I, did you hear what our high was, Ken? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm in Florida. Oh. Um, but I I love Iowa um, three seasons of the year, and if I could be just in an ice fishing tent with a little heat and a lot of fishing, I could be there in the winter. But unfortunately, there's a lot more to it than that. And, uh, by the way, I spoke to Larry, your faithful employee and family member, and uh, he's recently returned to work, but uh, I understand he's going to Florida today. Yeah, he is on his way down there to visit some family. So, he's yeah, he'll be in your backyard, and he'll be back next week to yeah. go back to work next week. But he'll be down there well, for a week. Bob, let's go over to Larry, who is a faithful employee and longtime supporter of you uh, against his better judgment. I know you've been off from the store for a while, but you're coming back now, aren't you? Um, yeah, yes, I was off for a few months there. Uh, was ill for a little bit, but feeling great and uh, going to be back on Wednesdays up at the store. I don't know how many people have asked. When is Larry coming back? And and I guess you were back this last couple of weeks. So yes, did was. you have quite a reunion, uh, emotional reunion with many of those people? Um, we did actually, and Bob put it out on Facebook the day I was yeah. coming back. So I had quite a few people stop in and visit, and uh, it was great being back. How was it to have Catfish Al hug you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't let him get that close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But it was so good to see everybody and uh excited about being back and everything is going great and the bite has been pretty awesome up there for yeah. all ice saugers and this week the crappies were going really good, so it's been a good report. Bob is getting ready to switch to ice fishing. And last year I remember that he locked you in a room for I don't know, a month maybe and you were just putting together ice fishing equipment. Have you managed to to utilize your illness and other things to not have to do that this year? Yeah, uh, not as yet, but um, I'm working on that yet. So, but we're excited about ice fishing, and uh, we got some cold weather coming up here. And yeah, we built a lot of tents and sold a lot of tents, a lot of good discount prices, and uh, we're looking forward to it again. So I know this weekend coming up here there's three or four guys helping bob and all the ice fish and stuff will be out and in the store and ready to go so 
Well, good good for you to not have to do that. I understand you're headed to Florida. Yeah. I have to say that only wusses go to Florida in the wintertime. And I hope yeah. I see you down here when you get here. Yeah. I'll meet up with you somewhere down there. So just going okay. down to spend six days. So The thing about Florida is it sort of grabs you, and you spend a week, and then you spend a month, and then you spend a winter. So be you aware do. of that. Yeah, and I went out this morning for a coffee, and the wind chill factor was about 17 degrees here, and yeah. I think we're going to be 83 or 84 when we get there in a couple hours from now. So, I know you're on your way, and may you enjoy your trip. And yep. Wednesdays, except for this coming Wednesday, you will be at Murray Bain Tackle with the big wall on the south end of Guttenberg. Well, actually, I'm booked in Wednesdays all the way through, uh, but next week, I'm not getting back till Wednesday, so it'll be a Thursday for me this coming week, but then I'm booked Wednesdays all the way through. So, All right. We'll see you back there. All right, Ken. Thanks. Nice talking. Thank you, Larry. Take you care. Too. Bye. I think it's it's emotional with everybody to bring him back uh, because he's just that good, and he's the best looking of all of you, except for Ava. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should see Ava work the other day, and we have the high school – the teenage boy uh, mm-hmm. customers, they really come in when Ava's working. So we see an in- influx in sales there with the, the teenage boys when she's working. We have another big feature today we'll get to in a little bit, and that is we're going to promote another podcast, which makes absolutely no sense, Bob. We have enough trouble getting people on this one. We don't need to tell them to go to another one and listen to it yet. But we are. What, what's the, Can you hear me? I'm bringing something up I here. Can. Yeah. You know, the uh, the cash register keeps uh, jinging. <laughs> a theme song of this show is your cash register. Cash you register on Fridays. Well, we, you always call right at the busiest time on Fridays, I guess. But well, I love the thing. way that you uh, give me priority. Yeah, I'm sorry. These guys want to go out and fish in the cold, so we're going to let them. Let them do it. Uh, do you have any uh, kind of hanger rounders today? Uh, nope, nope. Or Benny? Nope, nobody's hanging today. I told them all to sleep in, get over that turkey hangover, carb hangover from all the mashed potatoes, and maybe some carbs in the, the alcohol, I would assume, maybe last night for some of the guys. Oh, so. yeah, for those few that drink. I cooked the turkey yesterday, and it came out pretty well. The only thing I didn't do was the cavity. I'm not really a big cavity check guy since I've had mine checked too many times with the ailments I have. And uh, so after I had cooked the turkey, I wonder why I couldn't get much stuffing in there. I found the neck of the turkey in the turkey, but we pulled it out, didn't need it, wouldn't eat it anyway. And uh, so everything was fine. But the turkey itself was moist and juicy and wonderful. And then you make leftovers out of it, and the moist and juicy are gone, but you still eat the rest of it anyway. Yeah, you got to mix everything together. Turkey and dressing. That's a Northeast oh, Iowa yeah. thing, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Have you ever had oyster dressing? I have not. Oh, my God, that's good. I had a grandmother who, on my first wife's side, who made that. And uh, the big deal was that they just couldn't stand how expensive oysters were. And this is just canned oysters, you know. But uh, they would get uh, a pint of oysters, and they would make that dressing. And that stuff, if you have that taste, if you like that taste, oh, man, it's good. Oyster dressing, I'll have to make note of that. Yeah. 
So we're going to talk with uh, Ben and Brad a little bit later on. What is the latest in our breaking news on the ramp just south of the dam? Breaking news, breaking news, Guttenberg, Iowa. Do you, do you want to do the... <laughs> so we're finally getting our ramp extension, it sounds like. City of Guttenberg announced, Guttenberg Police announced uh, that they will be closing the city ramp area um, next week for our ramp extensions. We've been updating, you know, with river levels, with yeah. ice conditions, all that stuff that we usually do well. We had ramp conditions this summer, Ken, uh, whether or not we could get in or get on with the the low water levels and then the ramp uh, shortness there. People were backing over it and bending their axles and stuff. So they're going to take care of that. It sounds like Monday to Friday, hopefully, they get that finished, and then it'll be open next weekend is what they're hoping. So keep in touch, check in with us, and make sure that's good. Not a huge deal. If you want to go fishing this time of the year, you can still use Landing 615 you can still use the DNR boat ramp area. Just they do not want you parking downtown, clogging up those businesses. So that's the only thing we could recommend is park on a safe location where there's no signs and and you should be fine. But there's not that many boats going in and out right now, are there? No, but I can tell you I'm going to be wrong on my forecast for ice fishing. It seems like it's going to be warming up uh, this week. So, we will have. We'll have some guys that didn't winterize their walleye boats, and, and we'll have a pickup in walleye activity. Um, we are getting the ice fishing stuff ready. We're having our Thanksgiving Day sale this weekend, so everything's getting switched over. We're slowly bringing in the ice stuff, and we'll slowly be putting away some of the open water stuff. Just until that happens, but I, I think I said like the end of the month, the 29th, and that's just not going to happen, I don't think. What about those people who want to buy things for Christmas? and want to come in and buy stuff now. It's a pretty good day to buy stuff now if you know what you're looking for, right? Yeah, we have a lot of stocking stuffers, ideas, a lot of uh, different jigs, a lot of jig combos or jig packs, you know, like a like an ice jig kit that you can buy for somebody. A lot of cool different items that we can recommend, and we'll have some more stuff as the holidays come up. People are going up and, and traveling up to Prairie du Chien, today and we're getting a lot of customers in the store that are just coming through for some of the big black friday events hey the other thing that's coming up now is deer season what's the latest oh yeah yeah um we're seeing a really big uptick in deer tag sales so everybody's getting ready um whether you're a landowner whether you're going to hunt first season whether you're getting together with your buddies planning deer camp out we're just seeing an up uptick in uh, deer license sales and deer tags uh, first season comes up next Saturday. Everybody's coming in to get their orange vests, their shotgun slugs, their 350 legend, 450 uh, ammo that they're going to need. A lot of stuff that we can u- that they can use this year, um, and just a few new regulations. Uh, not much uh, tape measure on the back of our DNR uh, licensing that. You'll report in when you report your deer, just whether or not it's over 14 inches or under 14 inches, I believe the question will be. Uh, Just a few new things on that. Um, Otherwise, it's just normal. Uh, Clayton County getting ready for the big kickoff, and I think we'll probably talk about it next week on that podcast. But everything's just getting prepared, and we'll get get everybody, the the ones that are prepared are coming in, Ken, but we will have a ton of people Thursday, Friday, last minute, because that's what guys do, right? Bob? 
last year I heard this story of these two guys from up on the north end of the county that had not hunted deer much before, didn't know much, and they went out and they shot a deer, a little snow on the ground at the time, and they were kind of in a brushy area, and so they got a hold of its back legs, and it was a buck, about six points, and they started dragging it. And uh, it kept catching the antlers, and the fur was, you know, the wrong direction, and it was pulling hard. And so after they pulled it a while, they came by a guy that was a local. And he said, you know, boys, if you'd pull that deer by the antlers, it would pull a lot easier. So they they laid it down and went over to the antlers and got a hold of it. They'd been pulling it about 20 minutes. And one of them said, you know, that guy was right. He said, pulling this deer by the antlers is a whole lot easier. And the other one said, yeah, but we're getting so far from the truck. Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, let's go to the Short Rod Show. You had these guys come in last year during ice season, right? Yeah, so these two guys came in, um, didn't realize it, at the time of who they were, um, knew of the podcast they were doing, the Short Rod Show, really cool podcast. If anybody's not listening to it, that should be one that you listen to, obviously, after after you would listen to ours. Uh, of course. Correct, Ken? You listen to ours and theirs. Or yeah, you, not you not replacement. Yeah, don't replace ours with theirs. Theirs is only ice fishing, but they're really cool guys. I had two guys come into the store. And I think they would tell you, you know, we just treated them as any other customer. But these two guys were different to me. In my, I'm like, they're going on a trip and just easygoing guys and having a ball, looking at the store, checking things out, not in a hurry, just looking at everything in the store. And then I find out afterwards, I gave them a few places to try. The bite was a little tough. And I find out after the fact that uh, my buddy that listens to the Short Rod Show goes, hey, Bob, you're on there. Your store was on the short rod mm. show this week uh-huh. so that's kind of how i met them and they had they had some good things to say about our store and what we were doing and i i really want to pay them back for that and have them on and and see what they're going to do this year uh they were per, up perch fishing is what their the name of their show was it's called mississippi gold that episode and they did pretty good fishing but i just want to let them know and talk to them and have you talk to them uh perch fishing hopefully they're coming back this year i I would assume they are because it's getting better and better every year. Bob, I have managed to get on the line. The two guys who produce the Short Rod Show, they are Brett and Ben. And gentlemen, thank you very much last year for coming down to Guttenberg to ice fish and to tell folks about it. Bob Urban and I put this show on every week, and you know Murray Outdoors. So uh, what brought you to Guttenberg a year ago? Well, thanks a lot, Ken. We uh, we appreciate it. This is, this is Ben here, and Brett's right by my side. We're down in uh, down in our basement chatting with you here on a, a lovely evening. But, yeah, we, we've been up uh, last year, just heard about some of the great fishing that's happening up uh, up around the Guttenberg area. Uh, and we try and do a, a ice fishing trip every year where we get away from uh, central Iowa where we're based uh, currently and just do some fishing somewhere else. Uh, we try and do our own thing and, and get out there. And, uh, you know, Murray's was the, the first place that we stopped just to, to chit chat and collect some bait and get our bearings. And 
we just went from there. Well, we had some unpredictable ice last year. Uh, it came and went on us, and it was a bit dangerous at times. And I listened to your show. I liked it a lot. You were talking about a number of things that uh, Bob and I know about the place uh, and the friendliness of it and the handiness of it. But also, you seem to be in some thin ice, if you will, a few times. Yeah. Yeah, Ken, this is Brett. Yeah, well, I think it was a little bit unbeknownst to us at first. The the one thing that I like about the Mississippi and going up there to that Guttenberg area is just the uniqueness of the fishery. Like, so we're, yeah, like Ben said, we're based in central Iowa, mostly fishing, dammed up ponds, uh, urban areas, uh, that sort of thing, where you get over to the Mississippi and you're fishing these small sloughs and you're looking for these depressional areas and there's current, and that's just not something we typically run into. And yeah, as we were fishing, we were going along, going along, and 18 inches of ice turned into 12 inches of ice, turned into four inches of ice pretty darn quick. Well, I'm hoping you come back again, and this year may be a good one, because uh, we've determined that our fishing may be at its peak of the last 10 years, and people have been hauling in about every species that's in the river lately, and in large sizes and large quantities and I'm not sure that's going to quit in the middle of winter. We'd invite you back up this time, and uh, Murray Outdoors uh, is a pretty darn good place to come to if you need to get all the tackle and things you need before you go fishing. No, absolutely. That That's great. I know uh, it's, it's it's just like Brett said, it's such, such a unique fishery to come to. It's really hard to find that uh, around where we're at, and, and a lot of folks too, I'm sure. You know, it's it's something to be said about uh, coming up to an area that's that's very scenic and uh, you know has the great support there uh, with your team and uh, definitely can get you the advice to to put you on a good bite. Yeah, I'd add on to that is you know typically I'm already pretty much outfitted with the gear. I stop in at Murray's there and they Bob put us right in the direction of fish that we needed to go to. I mean, you still had to go find them and kind of figure yourself out, but as someone that hadn't been there before, I mean, he at least pointed us in the in the right direction. And then we were able to pick it apart from there and really put a pile of perch on the ice. Yeah. And we also found out, you know, the tip down bite, that was, that yeah. was key. And that's something that, you know, that was pretty new to us. I mean, I've seen them before, uh, but really tip downs, we watched a guy next to us and he was, he was doing all right. I mean, next to us, not that far. with us, yeah. you know, it's yep. a gray line there, but yeah. <laughs> well, you told that's, us that's that, cool. a, that a guy just came in and started drilling holes right where you were and yep. uh, fishing right there. And, uh, that's really not uh, not the proper etiquette that we have. Uh, we try to give each other a little space, sometimes just for safety. Uh, but it is a, an area where that people will tell you the truth. And I think that's mm -hmm. one thing I really like about Bob. If the fishing is not very good, he'll tell you it's not very good. But if it is good, he'll point you the direction to go to catch fish because that's just good neighbor and uh, the way he is. Yeah, and, you know, I wouldn't fault that other guy. I know we make to, like to poke fun at him, but, I mean, the spot we were fishing was maybe, like, 50 by 50 feet, and it was just the lone depression spot on the spot. Like, the only reason you were coming out there was just to fish that spot. Yeah, I, I really appreciate, Bob, everything we had going on in there. Yeah, he turned us on to that tip-down bite, just told us, yeah, gave us everything we needed. Well, give us a little bit of what you know, if you wouldn't mind, uh, of how much technology you put down in the hole with you and uh... – what you do to be able to, regardless of where you are, ice fishing, to catch fish? 
No, that, that that's a great question. That's that's one that we tackle on our podcast all the time because technology just changes constantly. You know, just we've been doing our podcast for five seasons now. And you know, live sonar was was really new back when we started to the point where we didn't we hadn't seen it, we hadn't used it. Um and now it's it, you know, it's a lot more commonplace to see live sonar like uh active target and, and Garmin Live Scope out on the ice. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the gear guy. I, I go all in on that. Mm-hmm. I love playing with all the different technology that's out there. Um, you know, I was running a lot of Markham products in the past, which worked out very well. Um, uh, but it, with each iteration, you know, I've, I've gone, gone all in on Garmin live scope and have, have used that on the ice to, you know, with a lot of success, it's been, yeah. it's been really cool to be able to see an actual picture of the, what's underneath you, all the different species of fish that you can see, um, you know, Garmin live scope. I can't say enough good things about it, but I will also say that, uh, the more technology that you use, it, it takes away a little something from that experience too, where, you know, I remember going out ice fishing with, with my grandpa back in the day and, and it was just about being out in nature, you know, and, and enjoying yourself. Uh, we didn't use electronics. We just knew the spots, right um and and fish and still had a good time and still caught a lot of fish so uh i guess between the mapping gps on on your units that you can take between the boat and out on the ice and just mark your spots use your maps uh and and live scope that's really really what i've gone all in on brett's a little more older school i guess yeah one thing i'd put on that is you know the that live imaging and all the high-end sonar stuff certainly helped find those depressional areas and where you kind of wanted to be fishing but it i don't think it marked fit we we were too shallow it wouldn't mark mm-hmm. fish i mean in three or four feet of water all you saw were weeds so you certainly i mean it helped you get to the spot but i don't think it really helped you find the fish a whole lot but also i would tack on too when you said uh fishing with your grandpa so ben is from the bellevue area mm-hmm. and really the reason we came up to guttenberg in the first place is we were chasing your grandpa's bite mm-hmm. yep well, yeah, so just that real shallow bite and just getting back in the sloughs and backwaters and finding those areas where the fish are wintering at. Yep. That's cool. Well, we appreciate you guys, um, the expertise you have and the fact that you pass that on in your short rod show. And you're available in podcasts uh, pretty much everywhere. And are you producing that normally and releasing it a certain day of the week? Yeah, so we uh, we air episodes every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central. Um, we try and keep it pretty current We're we're recording, you know, the generally the week of, um, that we're releasing the, the episodes and we get that out on all your podcast platforms all over. Well, Brett and Ben, thank you very much for uh, talking with us. And I know you're going to produce your show this evening. So, uh, I kind of like the camaraderie that you have. I love the, uh, color that you have, uh, and your descriptions of literally everything, when you came to Gutenberg, of describing everything from the dam bar, which sometimes is referred to <laughs> absolutely, more, we love that place. <laughs> emphasis on the first word than the second, uh, but it keeps changing hands into people that uh, have uh, better and better quality food and service. And then you stayed in the B and B. I understand down on the south end of town, but the major place to go, no matter who you are, when you come here, is to Murray Outdoors under the big walleye on the south end of Gutenberg. Yep, absolutely. Well, thanks for having us on. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Ken. Well, there wasn't any of this that was your background in police profiling that had you decide that uh, Ben and Brett 
might require a further examination, was there? <laughs> no. No, I just knew they were pretty cool guys coming into the store. Um and they had they just had all their stuff. They had a little trailer and I'm I'm like, geez, if I had the time, this is this sounds pretty awesome. Come from Des Moines and come fishing and and check things out and they just made a weekend of it. But no, decent guys, I'm a pretty good judgment of character when folks come in the store and yeah, I don't know. Just uh was glad that you could connect with them and Well Bob, let's finish up with uh what's happening in the store. We're doing this on Friday. You got Saturday, Sunday, you're open all the way through. Is Ava working any? Ava is gonna be in for the teenage boys, the high school boys. She'll be in tomorrow. Okay. Um she is doing the Christmas wreaths and the poinsettias. We've got all that ready to go. She's doing all that stuff for the Christmas goers. That's something that we do every year. And then uh, we're still doing our Black Friday and our Thanksgiving Day weekend. So getting all that stuff up and at them. The Benny and Nolan put 10,000 jigs on our blue board, our styrofoam. Wow. We're doing 12 ice jigs for $5. And if I could have had a microphone on them yesterday, Ken, it was interesting. Each of them was doing their own board, you know, and they were fighting back and forth. So You work hard, Bob, and you have a great store. The guys that uh, – we uh, interviewed uh, from the Short Rod Show. Couldn't believe how much you have in there. So, folks, if you haven't been to uh, Murray Outdoors, it's easy to find. Where are you, Bob? Uh, we're under. Oh, I got to look. We're under this big carp. I think it's a carp. <laughs> They're big wooden eight foot carp that we have out under the store. Uh, you can't tip. you can't play it straight, can you? Can we try that again? Okay, where are you, Bob? Oh, we're under the big walleye, south side of Guttenberg. Okay, that's much better. That's much better. Stay busy. Have a great week. Pound that cash register. Yeah, very thankful for everybody, Ken, for Thanksgiving weekend, and thankful for you and hopefully your family, and you have a good holiday weekend. You're the first one to say you're thankful for me, so I thank you for that. And uh, God bless us, everyone. Stand by for deer season. More on that next week. Thanks, Ken.